Hey dorks, just a quick message reminding you to head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast and give us a follow. We live stream when we record our new podcast episodes and we're live streaming video game sessions on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We're playing super rad stuff like Among Us, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, Jackbox Games, and Tabletop Simulator. Come hang out and play along with us. That's twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Mind Gap Podcast. Off the ground. The ground shall shift with the weight. Of our victory. Yes. We're going to get this party off the ground. You don't even know how good it's going to be. You're going to wear the crown all the time around. I think I might start <laughs> German freestyle rapping. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a German spoken word. I just found something I liked and I didn't know I liked it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And with us this week is the one and only Noah Reno. Yay! Hey. I, I, I did not mean to cut you off, Justin, because that will definitely be in the episode and the intro. Oh, wonderful. But I, I was like, I didn't want there to be too much space. <laughs> I was like, I, we got we to gotta make sure this gets in the episode for sure. There's going to be a lot of content to go through. We got to go fast. I was waiting for the... The, the the clap to oh no oh no did i finally throw you off <laughs> you did <laughs> i threw you off how dare i sink hey two good hips uh let's go he's late for bed you know i got yeah. it we're getting it going we're getting the show on the road guys show on the road i understand i understand yeah. it's gotta happen no reno how the hell are you my friend i'm great i've never been better truly that's great to hear so happy to have you here with us I'm I'm really happy to be here, guys. Thanks for having me. Long time listener, first time guest. First time guest. Uh, yeah, no, what you said is right. Yeah. <laughs> but before we get all up in Noah, uh, let's go through a few things. A couple of housekeeping, uh, ru- not rules. I mean, there's just things you got to know. First of all, we're on Spotify, bitches. Just open up your Spotify and look for Mind Gap. You'll find us and give us a listen. We're also available on all your other places, like you have a podcast, we're, we're available on Chrome. You can find us in the Chrome app. Uh, I listen on Pocket Casts. Pocket Casts, you know. We're in That's lots of places. Stitcher, too. we're available right. there. Uh, but yeah, don't forget about us on Spotify. That's all, that's all I'm going to say. Also, don't forget to check out our merch store, teespring.com slash stores slash the number two, the letter E, the number eight. We've got all sorts of good stuff there. we got face masks. we got I Will Haunt Your Butt shirts. Got you can't handle Agabi shirts. We just got good old fashioned Mind Gap shirts. They're all there for you for your for your wearing pleasure, and it's the pleasure's ours to be pleasuring you. And don't here's you the forget thing. it. You don't you don't even need to wear them. Like if you want to get one and just like frame it and put it on your wall, you can do that. That's okay. Yeah, and we're hey. not gonna we're not gonna judge you exactly. And first of all, Married with Gaming, thank you for the subscription. Thank you so much. Very kind of you for three months. Three months, this guy's a fan. I appreciate it. And also, he ordered a shirt, and it's coming next Thursday. So don't you want to be, like, married with gaming? Get your shit from us. 
I meant to say shirt, but get your shit from us. It's all good. <laughs> it's just flowing out of me. It's flowing like those German rhymes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. also, yeah. Um, we also, if you don't know, we stream live on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash mindgetpodcast. We record our podcast live like we're doing right now. Live on Twitch. So you can come and hang out, engage with us, engage with our guests. And also, Saturday nights at 8 p.m., we host our very own video game stream. And last Saturday was a unique one. Uh, I hosted uh, the game State of Mind, which is, uh, to say it's about transhumanism is a bit of an understatement. <laughs> um, it's an interesting game. I got it on sale for $5, normally 30 Drag. And uh, featuring voice actor from the guy who plays Geralt in The Witcher. Pretty interesting. And that guy, that character... Henry Cavill? Henry Cavill is in the game with a mustache, no less. Nice. And let me tell you something about this character, Richard. He fucking hates robots. He fucking... He is like, boy, I'm glad they're robots and not people because otherwise, man, we this game would not do well. If he's just like, what the fuck do you want? He's so mad at robots. <laughs> We have something in common. <laughs> uh, the plot of it is like this character gets in a car wreck and then like he comes out of the hospital, he comes home and there's like a robot there and he's like, why is there a robot in my home? And, you know, his wife's gone. Apparently his wife put it there and they're, he's having an affair and she doesn't like him. And it's, I don't know, man, it's kind of a weird game, but I enjoyed it. I had a wonderful conversation with everybody and we got our first raid. Someone raided us, which was really, really you cool. You received a raid? I received a raid. I got a text That's great. I got a text message at like 11 o'clock at night from Doug, which never happens. Mm -mm. But on Saturday, I was like, oh, it's probably about the stream. I looked at it, and he was so excited. He's like, dude, we got our first raid. Yeah, it was so it's unexpected. Exciting. I heard I, I had not heard that. I heard something of a raid, but I hadn't heard that we got raided. Yeah, we got That's raided. Exciting. It was crazy. Just out of nowhere, it was just like a whole bunch of people showed up and then immediately left. But still, the thought remains that they came and hung out with us, which was pretty cool. It was very, very kind. It was very cool. So, And then after that, uh, we went and hung out on another channel. We played Among Us, uh, which is a fantastic game, which, spoiler, we're going to be playing Among Us this Saturday. September the 19th at 8 p.m. Central Time. If you don't know what Among Us is, essentially it's a game where you have up to 10 people that are on some spaceship. They're trying to fix it, but there's anywhere from one to three imposters, which are aliens who are trying to murder everyone and get away with it. So it's a game of lies and deception and murder, and it's an absolute blast. So you should come hang out with us. It's actually free to play on your phone. Or if you want to buy it for five bucks on Steam, you can do that and play along with us. So, 8 p.m. Central Time, twitch.tv slash podcast. Come hang out with us and let's uh, let's hate each other for a little bit, you know? Let's, uh, let's accuse each other of stuff, hold grudges into the next round, and assume that the person is still doing bad. You know, bad things. <laughs> That's the best very part much, about those games. Very much. My favorite, my favorite uh, story from that is when Vellucci, we were playing with him, and he... He wanted so badly to be the uh, the infected one. He wanted so badly, and he never got it. So he kept telling us, "I'm not the infected again." So we kept voting on off because he thought we were. Uh, he we thought he was using reverse psychology, <laughs> really pissing him off. Yeah, that was great. I think because we played like six or seven games, and he wasn't it once, and you were it like four or five times. Statistically, yeah, statist unlikely. Right, it's an anomaly. Yeah. <laughs> 
In fact, if you'd like to see that, that's on our YouTube channel. It's Justin Plays Video Games Among Us. So you can go no, check that out. I'm also, I'm not going to say for sure, but I'm also not going to not say for sure. You know, maybe there'll be a special guest on Saturday. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I'm Who just can know saying. these things? Who can know these things? So It's a mystery. It's a mystery. But that being said, Noah, you play Among Us, right? I do play Among Us, yeah. Are, are you a professional Among Us player like you are with uh, Fall Guys? I, no, I, I have played a lot of games similar, be it board games or other other video games. Um, but it's it's a yeah, it's it's one that uh, we've had a lot of fun. Gunchpot never lies. Wolf's Lord knows he was there. <laughs> Gunchpot never lies. Yeah, what's with the name Gunchpot? Uh, Gunchpot is just some words I put together one time, <laughs> and uh, now Gunchpot never lies is a hashtag. So. I like it's, that. Uh, it's it's there. That's amazing. In fact, actually, I, mean, I think it started with Pummel Party. <laughs> That's amazing. And actually, Wolfslore was was there with us uh, Saturday night. He played some Among Us. Uh, we had a good time. It was really really good. He's uh, he's pretty good at it. So he is pretty good at it. Yeah, it's, it's, he's a snake. He's a snake. <laughs> a so, sneaky snake. So actually, that brings up uh, kind of a good topic here, which is all of, like we've been, you know. This is strange to me because I feel like I'm always way behind on what's popular in games in particular. And we were playing this game, uh, I don't know, back in March. That's when we did, you know. Ahead of the curve. Wait, we were apparently months ahead of the curve because I've seen this on Twitch and elsewhere. Like Among Us has really started to blow up. And like I've seen larger Twitch streamers doing it. I've seen more memes pop up suddenly about the game. lots of memes. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> I was like, why is this happening now? <laughs> There's this uh, Twitch streamer named Soda Poppin. He plays a lot of World of Warcraft and stuff like that. But one night I was just, I think I was just screwing around a little bit before the Saturday night stream. And he, I was watching his stream for a little bit. And he just was like trying to wrangle a bunch of his moron friends into playing Among Us, which was amazing. That I watched for 30 minutes just trying to get him to get people into the game. Because if you wait long enough and don't start it, it, the server will time out. He had to do that at least two or three times. And he was on there on the stream and Discord being like, will you please just get in the game? He was like losing his mind. It was amazing. But he was playing. and It was awesome because he was so animated. He was talking shit. He was also the imposter, which was also fun. But I've just seen more and more of that game popping up. Like, what do you guys think? What about this game? Like, what, what would you think was the catalyst for this all of a sudden becoming more and more popular? Fall Guys. I'm going to I'm going to throw it to Fall Guys. I think really? that people like bean men. People really like bean men. It's like it, I don't know if it's a dad bod thing or if it's a cute factor thing, but people enjoy the dad bod and the bean bod. I'll tell you what it is. Now that you said that, it makes complete sense. It's minions. It's minions. People yeah, exactly. fucking love the minions and you're essentially playing minions that kill each other. Like what yeah. could be better than that? I, that you might have just hit open, cracked this wide open. I think I think that somebody's like, "Hey, these guys look like look like something else," and then they're like, "Oh yeah, it's this game that I liked." And then it was a big streamer or something, and then everybody starts playing it. Yeah, I, I think that that has to be at least part of it. My head yeah. canon is is that Fall Guys is the root of the Among Us coming back. <laughs> I think that's fair, and also there's something to me. I've always enjoyed games of deception, especially a game like that, because, mm-hmm. you know, we've played it a few times on the stream as well. And uh, we've gotten, you know, friends on to play. And the best part is just accusing each other 
of being sneaky fucks and the the logic that will sustain and then also eventually fall through. Like um, one of my favorite moments was our friend Eric, who's who plays Joe's in the cleric on our D and D stream. Um, Volucci accused him. He's like, I saw Eric standing on event. He's like, no, don't do this again. I was near event. I wasn't on event. That doesn't mean. And all of a sudden that just shows it's like a little bit of inception. <laughs> the seed's been planted because you didn't see it, but you're hearing this very vocal argument between right. these people. And you're like, well, someone must be telling the truth here, right? Who is it? And the whole time there's probably an imposter who's just sitting there silently, just watching it unfold. Be like, do the, mm. do the job for me. You know, right. that's cool. Yeah, that maybe, maybe throw in, I agree with this guy. Yeah, right? Here and there. Yeah, and it's yep. even worse when you don't have voice chat and people are just typing. And right. they're just like, I don't think I need to type anything. Typing, been... everything is suspicious in type. <laughs> everything. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's... Because you can't infer meaning when you're typing. Yeah. You cannot. Yes. My favorite moments, though, are uh, this happened last Saturday, too, was I hopped on the security camera and I saw the murder happen <laughs> like in real time. And I was like, I sprint. I'm like emergency yeah. meeting. I'm like, I literally watched this guy just murder this person. Vote for him. Mm -hmm. Everyone's like, I mean, all right, we do it. And they're like, yes. <laughs> Not only is or it like you're, or you're playing with people you don't know and mm -hmm. you do that exact same thing. And then the murderer says, I didn't do that. And, right? then, they, and then they vote for you. Yeah, right. Of course. And then they, and then they say, actually, I was on the security cam and I saw the D-Buzz do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Slotty says, that was my won. murder. Yes, I watched Slotty get murdered. And I was like, <laughs> no, I must avenge See, him. That, that is my whole thing with Among Us is I've, I've played with a couple different groups now. And it, irregardless, Gunchpot Never Lies is a thing that is consistent throughout these groups. But nobody listens to me. Is the thing. <laughs> I will I will lay out an exact one, two, three steps of how a, of a process of a murder happened and that but i just don't sound confident enough and they're like fucking i don't I, you not enough there's not enough information to go off of i told you that i watched him murder somebody but you are a bit I, of a wild card i'll say that much noah in the times i played with true. you 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 i was like i don't know man you say everything whether it's a joke whether it's real it's hard to read you you know so i feel like a game yeah. like among us is going to be it's a way to live that's going to be your your wheelhouse you know your bailiwick, really, if you will. I really want to play Among Us with Noah now. <laughs> I know. Badly. You don't so understand. Awful. Like Noah, Noah like unhinged <laughs> on the video game stream is some of the best Noah stuff. Unhinged. Like watching. I don't want to give <laughs> like away Noah's my talent. Noah unhinged. Yeah, exactly. That's. Let's get it. Let's get it. Hashtag I Noah unhinged. I don't want to give away my tell, but I, I feel like I be. I am so. I, I, I mean, I, maybe this guy did it if I know that he did it, but then I'm like, no, I didn't do it. If I'm like, if I'm lying, I'm so sincere. If I'm not lying, I am like, I don't know if I'm telling the truth or not. It's, a, it's, a, it's honestly a lie to me. I don't know. See, that's the best part is like you're even your delivery there. I couldn't tell the difference between you being sincere and you not being sure. Like it's the same. If you were to take a lie detector test, they'd be like, I don't fucking know, man. Like it's, it's all the same. Like I can't get it, you know? I would just answer every question. I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, yeah, he sounds like he's telling the truth. But I mean, one of my some of my favorite moments with you have been like playing um, concept on tabletop simulator because <laughs> your brain on how you go about fucking psychopath, how you go about trying to get people 
to understand what the thing is that you're trying to guess. Like my, the most recent one was trying to guess to, to do detective. Like detective. the it's roundabout way concept. you got there was it's a black and white job. You see it in movies and books. The guy wears a duck hat. It all makes sense. Okay. Yeah. See, when you just say it like that, I would have gotten that. Yeah. My, the thing yeah. that threw us off so much is he was trying to describe, he was trying to get us to think of noir, you know, like, sure. you know, and yeah. stuff like that. And then he goes to apparel and he's like, like head. And it's like duck. And we're like, duck or like what's a duck this guy wears a duck hat like and we couldn't get past it that's the word that's always what happens is we glom onto something that noah puts down and he's like no no it's time to reset no. hard reset he's like hold on time out because you put something on there's a the thing that's like drink. the box and we're like so it's a box he's like you know what it's not a fucking box whenever i put this here you guys think it's a box it's supposed to be an object but you guys are too stupid so i'm gonna move it somewhere else we're gonna do something I didn't else say that i didn't say anybody was stupid i said that it just because i put it on the box card doesn't mean it's a box <laughs> it's I, obviously I, white animal drink i really feel like i want to play all these games with Noah because there's a small part of me that thinks that I that you and I are lined up in that crazy part of our brain where I might understand what you're saying. I'm very very now. That's I'm into it too. That's this is just dawned on me that I think you two are the same gamer. Like I think you both are (laughs) and in the best way possible you both are X factors where I'm like you guys could really uh, change the course of the game because no one will know or understand what you're doing, and that's what makes it exciting. That is exciting. <laughs> I love it. I have a new life goal, and that is to play yes. a game with Noah. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I imagine if the two of you were the imposter in a game. Like, just the, mm. the nonsense that would just pour out of you. And we'd be like, uh, man, yeah. I don't know what's real anymore. Actually, shockingly, not a single body would be found, and not a meeting would be called, and everyone would just be killed immediately, because we're faking it. It's all a ruse. It would be the cleanest execution, cleanest wipe of the entire ship anyone's ever seen. It would happen so fast. And no one would be able to believe what was happening. It'd be amazing. We become the Dave Cochran's of Eve in in Among Us. Like, people are just terrified when we pop into the game. Yeah, because, like, oh, you guys are literally just look so innocent and confused, but at the same time, you murder, you know? (laughs) Murder, death. People people see Gunchpot in in a server, and they're just like, I won't even, I'm out. Nope. Well, that's my favorite part about Justin playing Among Us the first time for that uh, for that video was just like he literally was like no one knew how to play the game, so it was truly a level playing field. And then right yeah. out of the gate, Justin's the imposter, and he's like, "What do I do?" <laughs> I'm like, "I don't know, kill people," and he fucking just soared through it. It was easy. Murder, my, murder. When my favorite thing is is murdering people in broad daylight, like right, <laughs> like not even trying to like follow them into a room, just running past a group of people and like gunning one of them down and just seeing like. Right in the cafeteria. Right. And you did that. (laughs) I don't know. I did. You you literally did that. There's a part in that video where you go up and right in front of someone, you you murdered them, you ran towards them, and then backed up and you ran to the other group of people. But right in that moment, the other person, Volucci, came out into view in front of the Mm -hmm. body and everyone goes, well, Volucci did it. Because Vlucci was doing something, so he didn't see Justin murder. And everyone's like, "It was I just saw you down there. It was totally Vlucci." Vlucci's like, "It wasn't me. I was doing the thing. Come on, guys, it wasn't me." Yeah. And they're like, "No, no, 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 it's you." And then it's just I've his body framed. floats across like the screen. That. It's like he was not the imposter. My brother goes, yeah. "I'm starting to think it wasn't Chris." You know, like <laughs> one of my favorite moments. It was just there's so much of that that happens, or literally like. You walk in, you see someone pop out of a vent. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> right. 
What's happening? This is yeah. dangerous. Or you get some server-side lag, and you see somebody appear on a vent, and you're like, I saw them vent, and they're like, no, no, it was just lag. <laughs> oh, and see, that just plays into the thing. It's like, guys, it wasn't me. Or my favorite thing, people are like, I don't even know what venting is. I wouldn't even know how yeah. to do it. It's like... I, call, I called a meeting one time, and I'm like, guys, I saw this guy fucking on the counter, and he was like, it wasn't me. <laughs> oh. But you caught him on the counter? Mm-hmm. Caught him banging on the sofa? Yep. What did he say to that? It wasn't me. But you even caught him on camera. It was on camera. Yeah, no, he said it wasn't me. Wow. Did you stay till it was over? Yeah, yeah. Wow. This may be my favorite thing that's ever happened on this podcast. Because <laughs> as soon as you said that, I was like, I don't know the rest of the words, but Justin did, <laughs> goddammit. And that became the most beautiful thing in podcast history. Fucking market! <laughs> Let me go ahead and write that timestamp down, because that's definitely going to be a highlight. <laughs> tell you that right now yeah justin just talking and me trying not to break is an excellent <laughs> highlight no it was great because you delivered it with such force and ease and poise you know that was like an oscar winning moment <laughs> the uh the reason that i'm so bad at games like that is because i i don't play nearly enough video games and so i don't know what to pay attention to so when people call a meeting even if i've seen the murderer i'm like it was either white or yellow. I don't remember. I think I, think I saw. I was following. Wait, no. Was I following purple? No, I was following red. And I saw either white or yellow come out of a room. And I have no idea what I'm talking about. So it so really I'm, always makes me I, sound like an idiot. I'm in a similar way where I, I play a lot of video games, but I don't have any social interaction in my life, period. And so I just don't know how to, how to convey what I'm trying to say to the people in the group. <laughs> Even if I even if I have full recollection of the events that happened, <laughs> I, I say yeah that. yeah. I mean the guy did the guy did it. I mean what else what else do you you need from me? The guy did it. I, I who I don't fucking him. Look at him. He's guilty Someone, as fuck. Look right. Look at his face. Look at his little pillbox face. <laughs> well, if you all needed any more excuse to come by Saturday at eight p.m., uh, I mean. <laughs> We're going to have some some fun time, so come check that out. Play along with us. See if you can survive or see if you can murder if you're the imposter. Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. So uh, we've also already established that you, sir, are a professional when it comes to Fall Guys. I wouldn't say I'm a professional, but I, I think... Like a lot of video games I play, I'm not good, I'm not bad, but I'm better than like maybe 70% of the people that play. Sounds like, like a I'm professional in, I'm to in me. That, I'm in mm -hmm. that okay range. That's like better, yeah. But uh, as far as, I'm just around a lot of people that are very good at Fall Guys, so I, I don't consider myself one of the greats compared to these people that I know personally that have upwards of between 100 and 300 wins. Well, on the one stream 15. that I did on that, you won three credits. Well, I saw you win two. The The other one was alleged, but I didn't see That's it. true. It also has been about three weeks since I've played, mm. uh, just because there's been a lot of a lot of other games. It's been a good good couple weeks for games. Yeah. What else have you been playing? Uh, I, right before I sold my PS4, I was playing a lot of Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, I've been trying to play a lot of Apex ever since... Uh, Ever since your guys' podcast with Carly. Nice. She'd be happy uh, to that know that. Really good. <laughs> uh, a lot of that spell break game lately. Yeah. Uh, and that has been super fun. 
and uh, tabletop from now and then, and then VR. You know, just the just the average the average games that a, that a person like me plays. So speaking of VR, uh, we you know read this article that said someone recreated Fall Guys in VR, and yeah, allegedly it's awesome. Have you been able to play that yet? I have gotten an opportunity to hop in there, and and it is fun. It is a it is a faithful recreation of the game. There are some things missing, like there's no collisions in terms of player on player, so you can't grab other players or, or push other players. Or well, anything. that's some horse but, shit. But you can you can. There's spinning things you got to jump over. There's boppers that that bop you. I mean, it's 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 fairly well recreated. I have to assume that Fall Guys on in VR is just fucking beyond like that's the it's, kind of game that you that it's you bonkers play. yeah 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 as, as far as 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 much as um uh you know we'll give you the pieces and then you can create your own levels kind of thing this that yeah. rec room is it, it's it's a really it's a really solid recreation within the limitations of the uh you know the open source whatever that they yeah. that they've built there rec oh, room's a great game can you imagine if <laughs> they did like the Super Mario Maker treatment on Fall Guys. Oh man, they they should. They they. I think that that is like number one on their to do list. Besides, like getting cheaters taken care of. So, what kind of cheats do people do? Uh, I have seen uh, flying hacks. So you just you can just fly. I've seen uh, some more lax ones where people will just increase their speed by like time and a half so that they're you're just faster than everybody else where it's like oh that guy's cheating but like the system may not pick it up mm. uh and then ones that like if you get on that final one where you're climbing the mountain to get to the crown if if you start and you have your cheats on you will just teleport to the crown and win oh that's dude that sucks <laughs> it does suck i don't know man i mean i get that to some degree because you're trolling people and that's where a lot of the joy of that comes from. You're like, yeah. ah, fuck you guys. I'm beating you. But at the same time, it's got to lose. Because especially in that game, because you can't, there's no way to communicate with anyone else. So it's right. not like and you can talk not, shit to them. It's not a super hard game. Fuck you, Noah. <laughs> so, it is too. But, <laughs> but for people, for these people, who these young people who play video games regularly, who should be able to at least get, get a couple wins in a, in a few hour session, I, I, it's... I get it's it. I'm old much. and I suck understood i'm talking about i'm talking about myself too here i'm talking about like the 13 year olds that that have video games in in high school now or whatever i don't know playing club penguin in their tech classes (laughs) sly says i heard fall guys exiled all the worst cheaters to their own little server so they could just fuck each other over that that was something that they experimented with is every time a cheater was found within the system they would be silently banned but they would still be able to join games but these games would only be games with other cheaters that's fucking and awesome. so it would just be like it would then just become 100 percent complete game of chance if <laughs> if any of them would win because they all have the exact same playing field so basically <laughs> it, it leveled the playing field literally as you just play the game normally just with you know the same parameters the game. yeah <laughs> then, it, then right. it's literally rolling the dice and seeing if your if your internet's faster or if your uh, CPU processor is is just a little bit you know newer than the last guys or whatever it is. Right. I love that. I think when Max Payne three came out, they did the same thing with that, where the Rockstar would ban people and they would put them in their own server, so only cheaters. Mm-hmm. You get to play with only cheaters, which I'm like, good. Let them all no. play together. <laughs> but uh, as of as of today, they've 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 put in uh, Epics 
anti-cheat software. And I'm so glad they finally got around to that, that weeks after its launch. I'm glad they were finally... haven't seen it work yet, but... <laughs> That's awesome. It's there. It's like making a bathtub with them for forgetting to plug the drain, you know? It's like, cool, enjoy your bath. It's just... Everything just comes out. It's like, oh, right. We probably should get to that at some point. And then eight weeks later, it's like, okay, we got the plug. There we go. I think we're good to go now. Amazon two-day shipping, but... <laughs> It's, it's COVID, so it takes a lot, a lot longer. So you're a pretty big VR guy. I'm a huge VR guy, man. It's uh, it's a really sweet medium. It is there like for for both of you. I was thinking about this today. Is there a if you could like an ultimate game that you could have turned VR? What would it be for each of you? Pornhub, Bioship, Bio. <laughs> so hey, I have good that news is, for you. That is the accurate answer. That is the correct answer. <laughs> That is already a thing. Oh, I didn't know about that. <laughs> well, I, it's not like a 3D environment, but there is 360 videos that are compatible with VR headsets. I can't imagine that, that would be really that enjoyable. Uh, no. It'd just be like, no. oh, I can, I can see around the room. Did they yeah. vacuum? You know, like, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, <laughs> Is there any cables behind the couch? Yeah, like, right. what do we got going on oh, over here? Oh, I see a C-stand. Wow, someone's <laughs> yeah. got yeah, uh, a finished kitchen over there. Look at that absolutely. granite. What? And that's exactly it. You look down and you see, like, fake legs that are sticking, <laughs> like a tripod is sticking out of. <laughs> like, all right, I see what's going on here. Like, I'm good. But if, if, if I could have any game a truly adapted i'm all for like new games in the vr space because of skyrim and fallout were just like trash yeah. oh um, were they okay but um <clears throat> borderlands uh responding to dread pirate patch borderlands 2 is it did have a vr port that is actually quite good hmm. um but i would go bioshock all the, all the way bioshock is infinite is one of my favorite oh, games dude. and having that hook hook arm and just smashing a cop with a hook arm Sounds fantastic. <laughs> I feel like that quote out of context is really great in this day and age. Oh, yeah. Having a hook arm and just smash the cop in the face. <laughs> it's the best, you know? Um, yeah, I, 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 about a year ago, I found these Australian uh, guys who were just doing a bunch of VR goofs most of the time. And oh, right. uh, Josh Dub, I think, was one of the guys. And okay. I was like, huh, this seems interesting. And I actually toyed for a brief moment about the idea of getting a VR rig and everything, but I was like, this is a nightmare. I don't know why I would do this. Like, this seems like a really bad idea. Um, but well, I've always been fascinated by the idea of VR because right. VR years ago seemed like 3D, like a giant just yeah. kitschy, you know, fad that's like, check out yeah. this VR. But I feel like yeah. people have doubled down on this and like, how can we make this either more yeah. useful or even more, uh, you know, practical in like even in the workforce, right? Creating a right. VR environment to, I don't know, There's if you're a, of that. a mechanic, it's like, cool, let's take a look at this HVAC unit and you can go in and actually take it apart and get reps and practice and see yeah. what's what. And, you know, or being able to really, you know, I don't know, look at a house virtually, right? Having that Well, even the dudes who developed Rec Room at the beginning of uh, quarantines, they developed <laughs> or started to develop, I believe it was them, a... Um, an office AR VR uh, home solution. So mm. if you have a VR headset at home, you put it on so long as at least one person is in the physical space, they can project their their office space and see every 
everybody with their uh, you know cartoony avatars hmm. within the office space there was something called spatial i think is the name of the company that's it yeah, yeah. i saw that where yeah. they they made it so that yeah and they because there was a demo of it where people were there and then someone else mm -hmm. was remote and they had their very thing and they're like cartoon avatar yep. popped in there and it was a way to collaborate because they're like cool here's my specs and they yeah. throw it up in the vr space and it would populate and then you know it was a great way to, i'm like i look at this i'm like this is cool but really, yeah. how well are people going to use this? Is this like a Google right. Glass I mean, situation? Everybody you know? needs the everybody needs the hardware to be able to do it. And that hardware ain't cheap. I mean, there are some cheaper yeah. pieces. It's getting of it, there, but, but yeah, it's 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 there if you're committed to it. Yeah. If you're like, eh, it's interesting, then it's not there yet. Yeah. But for for me, who has a ton of time and I'm big into new fancy tech, I was like, I'm I'm a hundred percent in. Yeah. So my my. You know, I maybe have $2,2500 invested in the rig as a whole, including my computer and the headset and controller upgrades and all of that. But it doesn't have to be that expensive. <laughs> $500 for a Quest, which is now maybe less of a thing you are inclined to do because of the Facebook Oculus thing. But oh, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that shit in a minute. <laughs> but what do you think about VR makes a VR experience in games like so interesting or d does a VR experience in games like make it better, make it worse? Does it enhance it? Is it like, cause that's why I'm with 3d and movies, right? Like mm -hmm. I'm waiting for that movie where the 3d truly enhances the storytelling. I haven't quite seen it yet. Um, I, so I think that the, that the th number one thing to get you into VR has to be either the arcade style games like Beat Saber, uh, Space Pirate Trainer, where you're like, oh, this is this is like the mobile game format. I can do it over and over and over again, try to get the high score. Stuff like that. Or it has to be the social games. Because, I mean, it's just a completely different thing. You're playing like uh, Gary's Mod, Trouble mm -hmm. in Terrorist Town, or, yeah. or like Among Us or whatever. It, and then you you translate that to uh, the VR version that that is is very well made is... It's so much different if because you have these people walking around you, you're in the space, but then having somebody point a desert eagle at your face and say, Tell me where you were when this guy died. It's an entirely different experience. Yeah. And I also seen stuff, um, the same guys who were, you know, basically doing VR stuff for fun. They're playing uh the forest and uh they built this ridiculous water slide. And they were like, All right hop on it and they go down and the guys who are afraid of heights like dude this is really freaking me out like he built it's yeah. you have to climb so yeah. high up to get there <laughs> and then they hop on this turtle shell and one guy falls over the edge you know or they yeah. go into the water and they're swimming the water they look in there's a shark in the water which would just freak me the fuck <laughs> out and i'm just like yeah, yeah. Or, i can definitely think yeah. it enhances the experience in that regard where that's like yeah. my worst thing it's like let's do a vr game where uh you're in the water and there's sharks i'm like yeah. mm -mm. No, thank you. And there's and there's totally there's not a ton, but there is solo experience. Like Half Life Alex uh, is the big one, which is one of the best games I've ever played. Like at VR or otherwise, it's it's an incredible game. But they just did it so well. And Valve, of course, is good at making games. Yeah. But uh, but I mean, Boneworks is another one. Moss is an incredible VR platformer puzzle game. And there's like there are there are games out there, but you have to get into it first to to make sure that you're that it's for you even. But uh, I think it's I think uh, I hate comparing it to Ready Player One, but I think we might get to Ready Player One levels of it one day. 
That'd be insane. I remember, insane. I've only got. Go ahead, Justin. I was gonna say I've only gotten to to put on true like back in the day, <clears throat> like early '90s. I went to the arcade at the mall, and you know they had the giant VR unit that you got in, yeah. and then you had the thing drop, and you had the two. Yep. Um, it's like a tank game. Tank exactly. Yeah. Or something. Yep. But uh, in recent times, I've I've gotten the chance to put it on like twice, and one of them was a, a height based game and I'm terrified of heights and I knew full well going into it. I'm like, all right, like it's not real feet planted on the ground. This is VR going to be a hike. I put it on. I looked down and immediately my stomach nodded and my knees uh, buckled. And it was the was it, um, Richie's plank adventure. Are you standing on like a wood <laughs> wood beam? I've heard of that overlooking one. a city. I don't think that was, I can't, I, I feel like right. I was like in the, the, in the West somewhere, okay. but I I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, but it was like knowing going into it, knowing full well, I'm like reminding myself, not real, not real. My brain just went, fuck you. This is so real. And And then you jumped and and you actually, it was like Roadrunner and you actually fell to your death. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just, I'm not here right now. (laughs) What if they made like an arachnophobia game based just for you, Justin? Guys, I'm going to go ahead and call it. Doug and Noah are going to take us out, guys. All right. This has been fun. I'll see you guys later. Mind your podcasts. Um, well, and that's actually a huge part of the Skyrim port because it really was like being in that in that world. It, they Texturally and graphically, it was very good. It just didn't translate super well. Mm-hmm. But if you're when you're in that first cave and you have your sword and you got your lightning spell active and a spider jumps out, like a frost spider jumps out onto you, it is scary. And I was playing VR for a year or two at that point, and it was scary. It's uh oh, thank it, you. Those 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 fears do translate. Give give me a portal VR game and I'm all in. That would be a blast. Yeah, people would be throwing up for weeks. <laughs> yeah. Especially as you're going like, Vroom. yeah, dude. Right? Right. <laughs> but, amazing. But I agree with you 100%. Sly says they should make a boat salesman simulator in VR for me. That's what awaits me in hell. <laughs> hey, welcome to the yeah, boat shop. I don't want to be ready. here. You can't leave until you buy a boat. But it's a depreciating asset. I know. <laughs> welcome to hell. It's oh. called Doug's Boat Shop. They force him to own the place. At least I'm offloading him. At least I'm selling depreciating assets, not buying I say them. it's an appreciated asset, because every time somebody's got a boat and they're like, hey, come on my boat, and I'm like, hell yeah, let me come on that boat. I appreciate Let's it. Let's get on those boat. Do it, man. Get on that boat. Yeah, I, I look forward to... Um, I don't know, maybe I look forward to it, maybe not. Like, um, of that ready player one experience right where it's that real mm-hmm. is that also scares me you know the addiction levels that we all get to i don't think know? it'll i don't think it'll ever be there especially like the touchy-feely I, I i don't know if it'll ever get there but i think as far as the widespread acceptance of it will be there i think it'll be advanced to the point where everybody it will be self-contained it will be very immersive but just everybody will have it i think i would appreciate that i i think that's kind of the thing is i need to see everyone else doing it before I invest in it because mm-hmm. I practical Doug can't get on board with purchasing something that doesn't have the full functionality or doesn't, you know, I can't yeah. get the full use out of it because there's just not enough people yet. Whereas if there's a huge yeah. audience and I can join in, then I'll be like, all right, cool. This is worth it. You know, especially and that's like, a big problem with it, with the yeah. medium as a whole is, is people, 
it needs games. It needs things to draw people in. And these really talented developers and really, and even sometimes big companies like Ubisoft try to dip their toes in the market and they try to make a big multiplayer game. And, like, and it's like, what are you doing? There's not enough, There's you're going to lose your audience immediately. And then people are going, like, well, this multiplayer game uh, flopped. So it's not ready yet. Yeah. Even though if they would have just resorted their assets to a decent single player title, then maybe it would have drawn more attention from the people that are into those types of games that are flat. If you were to make a game to sort of like that you think would be the one game that would draw people in, what kind of game do you think that would be? Whether it's like a it port or something like that. It, it would be a Portal-esque puzzle game that, that shows off everything. That, that is almost specifically drawn from Portal where you're just in a ginormous room full of things and and one wall of the room is a humongous door and then throughout the rest of the room to the ceiling there's puzzles you got to do uh like platforming stuff to get to higher elevations you gotta and if you and and if you complete maybe like a hundred different puzzles throughout this room then you then you get to the the finish the door opens and i think that would be a it's a lot. It would show the potential of a lot of the game of what the VR can be. And then it's a, it's not a lot. It's not a lot to look at. So you would, it's easier immersion because you're like, you're already in a room. So it's trying to put you outside or trying to put you in the space or or something. It's you're immediately dropped into a place where you have immersion. It's simple to understand. Oh, I got to go find a key and then open a little lockbox. And then, Oh, there's a gun in the lockbox. Let me go shoot. Uh, bullseyes and all these targets and then it's just piling on stuff like that that's interesting i'd love I'd to play see the shit out of that game i'd love to see vr become more usable in the workspace as well and like the regular Me too. world especially now with the pandemic and stuff like that you know i think it would do better to have a little more immersion as opposed to just staring at the screen right like yeah. showing up for a meeting i think would be a little bit more interesting it would be hilarious, especially as it's like yeah. avatars of people. Because imagine right, they do yeah. like those glitches and stuff that you hate, Justin, where they come oh, in no. and they're like, ah! Right. They, they put their controllers down and their heads down, and then like they're all and like their body like, folds into itself. Right. Their like, neck yeah. like cranks up and they're then like, back. Hold on, my dog's pissed on the floor. They take it off, and it's just like, Bruh. or they're setting it up standing, but then they sit down and their body like does one of these. Yeah. <laughs> the best part is if it's like a person of note in your organization it's like the ceo's given like an all hands and they're like ladies and gentlemen i want to tell you about this course performance uh-huh. oh, it's really important it's that we stay the course <laughs> and that we find a way and i was like oh my god i can't listen to what he's saying because his face is and glitching out <laughs> and then his body just pops out of existence he's not <laughs> right. there anymore because that's the difference between a zoom call and being in a vr space with another person is you're like okay they just dropped out of the call that person still exists on the other end. But if their physical body disappears, you don't fucking know what happened. <laughs> or, well, oh God. Uh, is he okay? Or God forbid, you know, because people have found out how to hack Zoom calls. What if they are able to hack it and they can change their avatar to something really just awful? Like Pyramid Head? QAnon, like QAnon just shows up in like, <laughs> I don't know, like a donut shop's like staff meeting. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> so what are you doing here? You're gonna, you guys are getting too close to the truth. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's just like what? 
Someone's someone's just like Black Noir from the boys, just standing in the corner, just not doing anything <laughs> the whole time. But, just like but, who's that? That's that's, big... that's that's the auditor. <laughs> um would now see this brings up an interesting bit of ethics then. Would HR need to get involved if in that meeting you stood up and broke a chair over someone's virtual head? Oh, I, with, without a doubt, they'd have to be standards. Really? Yeah. Like they'd have to be like, yeah. listen, you have to be well, respectable. Disagree. Because you're disrupting. That's a, that's a very big thing in um, the game VR Chat, which I have. I have no toes in. I haven't downloaded it once. But Dude, you've got to download big... it because I've seen that. That is a wild, <laughs> the wildest fucking thing I've ever seen. It's insane. But, but it is. There is a lot of problems with. Yeah. With, um, they 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 do take harassment in the VR space very seriously. It doesn't have to be like, hey, I'm touching this person's groin, and they're like a million miles away, so it doesn't matter. But it is stuff like, even just like uh, going to hug somebody if it's uh, if it's non-consensual you're still like in that person's space on their end that's so interesting yeah it's it is a it is a really really important issue that i think it probably does need to be regulated in some degree by the developers themselves not by any ex like uh congressional <laughs> sorts but. yeah 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 but like it's interesting if you think about the difference how it how like because if you play something, if you play a multiplayer like like Halo or something, and you're going around and you're you're you know shooting someone, then you teabag them when they die, mm -hmm. like all these things, how is that? And I'm not saying it's it's right or wrong. Yeah. I'm just playing devil's advocate and saying like, how is that so different when it is VR instead of just a console multiplayer game? I think that it, it just boils down to in if I'm on my mouse and keyboard or my controller, I'm playing as somebody else. But if I'm if I'm in VR, I'm playing as me. And, it, and if I feel violated in that space that or if I feel uncomfortable in that space, then it's then I should be able to get res re resolution of that uh, of that event. I, I agree. And Justin, wow. you bring up a very valid point, too, which is that what is the difference? Right. Because there's something different than me going and holding down the control button multiple times over your dead body versus right. me like i'm still probably pressing buttons but i can still squat right to like some degree i'm physically I'm making that choice yeah. or to me like because those characters are also limited by coding like what they can do yes. whereas in the vr world you can be like Ehh! you know like you, you can just the human body baby yeah it's like right. not only that i mean there's... i think when it comes down to when it comes down to vocal things it, it you, there's no difference uh, yeah. i i can i can say whatever or anybody can say whatever to me in both scenarios and that doesn't matter but it is the physical presence that makes a difference and... did you ever think this is something that we'd be like what a what a weird point to like you, I, it has to be taken <laughs> into consideration. It's yeah, like it's in the virtual world. This is this is sci-fi shit they were going over in the fifties. This is Absolutely. it's nuts that we're in it now. Absolutely, I I had never thought of it before before it was brought to my attention directly. Yeah. But it it yeah, yeah. Because I think about in a work situation that physical nature, like you said, like taking a virtual chair and breaking yeah. it over someone's head, that's an act of violence that you are physically, it is an act of you're like, you motherfucker. It's like, right. whoa, but whoa. But then you're just like, but hey, I didn't touch him. Yeah, like, right. We're, we're hundreds of miles apart. I, I th I I'm next door would, to you, it would, Justin. <laughs> it would never get to the level of, of criminal offense or anything, but I think that if it were in an office workspace and 
maybe even in a in a ludicrous but we don't know the details situation it could be somebody stands up is sitting in their chair at their virtual desk in their virtual conference room and they stand up and they don't take their headset off and like they turn on their pass through and they can see their door in their real life but they walk through another employee what have like what is that then it's like hey whoa get out of my space buddy right right it's you even have you even have stuff like that or if it's a direct uh uh, in, on purpose, you know, attack right. or, or or something, then of course that would have to be a violation of some kind. I mean, if nothing else, it at least makes working with that person super awkward. Right. Yeah. Just like, I didn't mean anything by it. Yeah. Chet, guess what? You did. There was anger, real anger in your voice. Your was chest was in my, I was inside you. Right. <laughs> thanks to hap, th- thanks again, to hap, I felt that on the back of my neck. You know, yeah, or the idea of like someone just digitally like doing this, you know, to you. <laughs> well, and here's here's something that has only come to my attention within the last couple of weeks. There are haptic sneakers now. A company has has developed shoes that have force feedback for when you're walking or or whatever. Really? But if that becomes something that is coded into one of these office spaces, could you slam on somebody else's foot or something? Like, could you <laughs> literally step on somebody's virtual toes? Oh wow. Oh, wow. uh, so that's something that's yeah. super interesting Ooh. oh man it's, there's a lot of implications for the future of vr we're not yeah. we're not just we're not there right. yet but but it's it's soon i mean we are knocking at the door like it is yeah. like the way that technology is moving when i heard like what was there was some uh documentary or something that said that in the last 100 years there have been more technological advances than the previous 10,000 put together and I'm yeah. like, that's fucked up in yeah. that in that time span. That is lightning fast. I mean, again, yeah. look at where you were at the year 1900 versus the year 2000. You know, 1900. I wasn't even born. You can 1900. <laughs> 1900. You could be born in a wagon, and in that same right. lifetime, see yeah. someone land on the moon, and then actually, if you're right. lucky, see the internet. Like that's mm-hmm. fucked up. Right. I mean, that's crazy to see that amount right. of you know, in that short amount of time, so much that's happening, and especially when it comes to technology. I mean. Honestly, looking back to like 2008, which to me doesn't sound like that long ago, that's 12 fucking years ago. Like, Jesus. you're thinking about, I think MySpace was still around back then. So like, if you really think Probably, about yeah. what what has transpired, but 2008 seems like yesterday. Well, how, what were phones like then, right? <laughs> what were- The year before, I think, was the first iPhone. I think 07 was mm-hmm. with the yeah. very first smartphone, yeah. Yeah, so I like- remember seeing my, I remember seeing my first iPhone in like 09. Mm-hmm. So, because I remember getting the iPod Touch. At that point, I was like, why did I just get the iPhone? Because it's basically the same thing, but you can't talk on it, so. Right. Um, but the idea of like how far we've come in 10 years, you know, has been phenomenal. Yeah. You know, the fact that we're sitting here on Twitch right now, you know, doing right. this podcast, you know, like. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're podcasting from three different cities. That's fucking, that's nuts. Yeah. It's wild. And yeah. we're, we're being able to chat with cool people like Wolf's Lore and Slotty and right. Etoy and Dread Pirate Patch. Like we're able to Who do all this stuff. Subs and then bring more engagement into the stream. Right. Like it's amazing right. that I can play games and people, handful of people are like, I think I'll hang out while Doug plays games, you know, like right. and chat. And the fact that we've gotten to know you Noah, because of the internet and then all the technology that's ha- like, it's just, 
We know it's, Jared it's, it's, because it's of doing stuff on the internet. Like, it's crazy. Like, these things that never would have happened without this level of of technology, which is phenomenal. It, it's Itoi brings up a really good point. He goes, can you imagine a 2008 pandemic? We would be conference calling between five cell phones, and that would be revolutionary. Oh, my God. Oh, people would still have track phones. They'd be racking their minutes <laughs> yeah. up like fucking crazy. <laughs> We can like, yeah, research they're... the Great Emu War thanks to the internet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I would not have known about that if not for the internet. God damn, it's that's true. right. <laughs> you know what? I I feel like I've done a disservice. I should have gotten a soundbite of an emu because we talk about it enough. That needs to go on there. Yeah. What does an emu sound like? I mean, Jared. I don't think Jared? Jared's here. I don't think Jared's here tonight. That's too bad. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, that's the best. That's the best I can do. That's actually probably more accurate. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. Maybe that's what it's like. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> don't get me, please. I don't know. <laughs> that's the best. Thing. <laughs> that, that stuff as they're like peering over the ridge. Right. It's like. <laughs> or maybe it's like. <laughs> Soon, <laughs> you know, like just, <laughs> just waiting, you know. <laughs> wait, wait. I think we can sound design this. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Get that go. Get that right. ready again. I'm right? ready. <clears throat> no, stop, stop. You'll know when to come in. With okay. It. Looks like a quiet night here on the plains. I thought we'd see a, a front of emu come through. Wonder where they are. <laughs> Boy, I'm gonna get you soon. Yeah, I'm coming for you. Did you? Hi, did you hear that, mate? <laughs> Emu smash! <laughs> Crikey! <laughs> Oh God! All right. Well, uh, I don't know where to go from there. Uh, Wait, but... how about this transition? So you brought up Oculus. <laughs> Oculus was like one of the forefront, like the big thing. Where like, hey, we're we're taking VR to the next level, and then they sold themselves to the devil, aka Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, and now there's an article that came out that said that moving forward, if you want to use Oculus. You have to basically log in through Facebook to use it. Right. It's um, God, it's a it's a mess. I, and that's a thing that is is a thing now. You have to have a Facebook account to use social features uh, on the Oculus platform, but you can still make an Oculus account and buy from their store or or buy games or or whatever. But um, yeah, the new Facebook thing is is wild, and and they even changed it. It's not Oculus anymore. As of, it's it's or it's Facebook reality. So, cause it, That's cause really the best in, they could do. They, they want to tie in AR. They want to tie in AR too, which is I'm of two minds. It's like it's exciting for the tech, but they're gonna fuck it up. So I can't. It's it's I, absolutely a mess because they, they even have they even have um 
if you make a fake Facebook, that's a violation of their terms of service. So you could be removed from the Oculus platform if you make a fake Facebook. Hmm. Well, it's interesting because in this article also, because from the social aspect, I kind of get it because, you know, Justin and I kind of talked about this a little bit last night. Like the idea of anonymity in games is a blessing and a curse, right? Because you can be a real asshat in games, which is unfortunate. People can just be brutal, horrible yeah. human beings. But if you actually attach your name to it, hopefully it would curb that kind of behavior. But at the same time, yeah. the whole point of playing games is to escape, right? To be something else, to be right. someone else. And they are literally, Facebook is literally quoted as saying, uh, pretending to be anything or anyone isn't allowed. Like with this, like, and that's like my whole thing is I haven't, I don't play any social games on my quest. I, I only have the arcade style games or the single player experiences because that's when I, I can go outside and do, and do that in those. Like, that's like, I would, I don't want to be in my house playing a social game on my quest, but I could do it on my nice expensive VR instead. And that, so that's just me. But as far as my quest goes, I have it being untethered. I would rather be untethered and be more immersed in a single player experience than be untethered in a social experience and be reminded, Oh, right. I am a real person. And, <laughs> and other people, it doesn't matter if I don't have a cord on my back. Cause these people can walk through me anyway. I don't know. It's <laughs> yeah. You know, it, uh, it brings up a good so point bad. too at the bottom, like at the end of the, the article as well, because it says, uh, or one of the top comments was I work at a public school and we have some of these on order this is going to be a problem because as we don't allow Facebook for our students, some aren't even 13 yet. Sure. Plus, Microsoft has agreed to New York State's privacy policies, but I highly doubt Facebook has, which I find very interesting. So if you're trying to use this in a school setting, you're going to require mm. them to have Facebook accounts? Like, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, well, and, and I certainly know parents <clears throat> that, that don't allow their kids to have Facebook even past 13. It's yeah. because of privacy concerns, and, and which, is, which is valid because those, those are problems. You know, it's and funny. So it's, um, real, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. That's okay. I was just going to say, as soon as Facebook bought Oculus a few years ago, I was not happy about it. Yeah, I remember there was a huge backlash from a lot of folks that were like, oh, awesome. This is going to go yeah, under yeah. Facebook gaming now, which is like when yeah. uh, Mixer went down. And it's like, don't worry, Facebook will honor your contracts. I was like, ugh, who's going to yeah. be on Facebook gaming? <laughs> like, what is people. that, Farmville? <laughs> <laughs> VR Farmville. Ugh. VRville. Because that's something else too. Is like, what what do you think is a typical demographic of Facebook? Like, what's the age range? Not people playing VR. That's... Exactly. Exactly. Right. Like, it's it's typically I have to imagine it has to sway a little bit older. So, a hundred percent. I mean, it is. It's got to be like thirty to dead, and like with the thirty kind of skewing out of it. Even like yeah. it's it's yeah. forty to dead. Like it's not. It's not the it's you're not capturing the gamers in their prime. No. So it's so then who is this for? You know what I mean? Like and what is Oculus going to be for? Is it gonna be for games or is it gonna be totally for social? If it's purely for a social aspect, then I get it, right? Because right. potentially you could have that social aspect, but even then I'm like, I don't know if that's the right demographic. It tends to skew older and this is probably gonna be ageist, but I also don't see those people necessarily figuring out in in bulk you know what i mean yeah i'm sure there's it's, a 90 year old person that can figure that shit out or whatever but in general i don't know if that's their jam yeah. no it's 
and they're not marketing it as such. I mean, Facebook has their numbers and they know they know the the age range that's active on the website, but they're still marketing it for the younger audience. Which I don't know if that if that is to trick people. I don't know if it's if it's just to keep the Oculus people in happy or engaged. I have no idea. But it's they just the Oculus two or the Quest two just leaked and it's there's no reason there's no reason to get it i mean it's <laughs> the quest one is great i even like sc- there are screenshots from in-game it doesn't look that much better graphically mm-hmm. it's white <laughs> if, you, if you don't want the quest which is black but it's and and even then it's why not just save up for a quest and then save up for a second quest and then instead of buying two quests you buy a computer and a vr like a tethered vr headset yeah right Oh, it's so, so it's, funny. I uh, I was on YouTube the other day, or maybe it was yesterday or today, and it's like, hey, you know, help our advertisers. And the question was, which of these companies do you trust the most? And it was Facebook, Google, Amazon, Apple. And I was like, hmm, uh, who is the lesser of all these evils? <laughs> who is the ad for is my question. Who was running this poll? I was like, well, definitely not Facebook. I was like, definitely not Amazon. I was like, so it came down to Google or Apple. I was like, uh, I think Apple, I guess, is the one I'm going to go with here. I pulled up my app, my coin flip app, and I flipped it, and it came up Apple. So <laughs> I was like, wow, what a so question. I, Apple. I don't trust any of those. That's a really weird and good question because yeah, I feel like there's no right answer there. Yeah, no, you're you're getting fucked over no matter what in that one. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 interesting because a part of me was initially was happy that Facebook had bought Oculus because I was like, all right, cool. There could be some interesting applications, but as time has gone on, like Facebook is a necessary evil for me in that. I post podcast stuff there and that's about it. I don't really do much else there anymore. It was before, yeah. well, even before that, it was like, Hey, I've got an improv show. Here's my podcast. Yeah. That's all I've yeah. done for the last six years on Facebook. It's just hawk yeah. my wares and that's it. I haven't done much else. I don't typically post updates. It's very rare. I don't typically post yeah. a lot of pictures. Um, I don't, I just don't do much there. It's just sort of this thing where I'm like, I think it's kind of relevant, but I tell you what, the second it's not, pew, I'm out of there. Yeah, like, I I deleted my Facebook about two years ago, and I have since made one that has zero information on it. I made I did make a burner email for it, and like it's I have no no information on it whatsoever, and I use it mostly for Facebook Marketplace. I have it deactivated when I'm not actively using it. Yeah, uh, are you and I the same but... person? <laughs> because <laughs> I, I think we Facebook might be. Marketplace. I love Facebook Marketplace. I don't use it for marketplace, but I did the same thing two years ago. I burned my account, shut it down, uh, created a brand new one with a burner email. And all I use it for is to be page administrator for mind gap and two estates. And that's it. And <laughs> sometimes I'll accidentally like see like a feed will come up or like if I'm going in and looking at activity on one of them, I'll click too far in and I'll, I'm like, I'll just immediately, the first thing I see always infuriates me i'm like nope that's why i got off exactly that's why i got off nope yes i've heard more stories of people getting off of facebook and feeling better just mentally emotionally absolutely and to me i'm like that speaks to a larger issue with that 
with that company overall. I mean, they now all social media does this, but in particular, Facebook really feeds off of the antagonistic approach to things because yeah. if yeah, there's arguments, yeah. it creates engagements, and then that's where it happens, right? right. So that's yeah. all you see. It's so negative. And but it's consistently like younger people are like, I have it because I want to stay in touch with my grandma who only has a Facebook and or, or whatever. But it's like, yeah. they only, you know, and I'm like, I, yeah, I, I'm, I was also only friends with my family. I don't want to see what they have to say about anything. So agreed. Like it's, it's cause that's the thing too, is like, you can actually deactivate your, uh, um, your stuff and, um, still use Facebook messenger, you know, like, yeah. So it's, it's Which is a little shady to me. Like it it's seems honestly, odd like, that you should be able to do yeah. that. You know, like, they're, they're like, are you sure you want to delete your account? Did you want to deactivate it? You can still use Messenger. And I'm like, why do you want to? Why do you want me to use Messenger? Because my brother got off of it, and then he sent me a Facebook message, and I was like, I thought you got off of it. He goes, I could still use Messenger, and I'm like, okay, that seems weird. Yep. It, very yeah. weird, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I know people have given me shit because I'm still very active on Instagram. They're like, well, you know, Instagram's owned by Facebook. I'm like. Oh no shit. I didn't realize that. Thank you for informing me. I yes. I feel so I, stupid I am, now. I'm also active on Instagram. Yeah. My thing is I made my Instagram. I know that it like morally it's not it's not a kosher, but right. I made my I made my Instagram like when Instagram came out and I never linked anything to it. So as far as that right. goes, may, uh, like maybe I'm a little safer in terms of my privacy, which I I don't know if that if that has anything to it, but Right. I don't know if that may that for me, I'm just Instagram has not turned into what Facebook turned into yet. I hope it never yeah. does. Um, and until it does, I will be on it. You know, like until until that point when it gets just to super toxic and gross yeah. that I'll I'll probably nix that as well. But at this point, like I am such a a visually oriented person that I really like Instagram. That's that it appeals yeah. to my the things I'm looking for, and I've you curated a, a rather nice feed, so I don't have to see any of the bullshit that's out there. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I went ahead and just uh, took a card out of my old old you know young Doug deck and moved forward forward to being an old man Doug because Instagram I don't fucking get it. I'm like ah, it's just not for me. I exist there, never on it. I'm just like whatever. Like I just I, I don't get it at, in terms of like how to be good at it, but I do take pictures of the food I make and I do hashtag it and get liked by health food people sometimes. Yeah, dude, you, like, you're, like, you're food, like do. your food, you and Slotty's food is, is delectable, man. It's looking very good. Slotty gives me the drive to keep going. Dude, Slotty, if you guys aren't <laughs> following Slotty on Instagram, you should, that guy. Follow Slotty on Instagram. If you're not following Slotty, what are you even doing? Yeah, seriously, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing right now? Seriously. Fuck you. What are you doing? What are you doing? Ugh. God, they, they never answer. You make me so angry sometimes. Guys, Slotty put me in a cave. He told me if you don't follow him on Instagram, he's going to keep me in the cave. Don't, Echo. Let, don't keep Noah in a cave. All right. He deserves right. better. <laughs> this is why yep. we podcast like moments like this. <laughs> Made with gaming goes so don't follow slutty <laughs> no please please follow him. It, it looks like a nice cave but it is a cave it's a nice cave it's a nice cave there's uh the only other social media that i really that i really like to use um it uh i have no transition
Welcome to the Slowdown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? Because we just got that, I'm playing it again. Listen close. Listen See if close. Hear that sweet voice. Welcome to the Slowdown. Oh, yeah. The only way I could possibly get wow. closer to that voice is if I used a voice modulator. That's the only way I could possibly do it. <laughs> I uh, I need to go back and re-edit that and bump him up even more because he deserves to be right on top of all that. Yeah. Oh, man. Everyone's yeah. like, Tex, fuck yes. <laughs> Mary with Gaming goes, I've got chills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Tex was was lovely enough to to do that for us. We, we were talking after the, uh, the stream last week and uh, he's like, is there anything you guys want from me? And we were like, if you wouldn't mind doing a little throwdown thing. And he was like, absolutely. Within minutes of hanging up, we got an email and it was that. And we're like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. I listened to oh, it. I'm I like, missed uh, the audition for that. I was like, oh, this is good. Oh, this is good. I can, I can do it too. Welcome to the throwdown. <laughs> is that good? Are you guys going to use that? That's really good. That's excellent. Clip it. There we go. Clip that shit. It's perfect. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, the throwdown, not even close. The throwdown for today. Um, we thought we would uh, put something, uh, take something that was right in your wheelhouse, uh, Noah, and we were going to do. Oh, hold on. The Daleks from Doctor Who versus a tag team, Professor X and Magneto. Exterminate! 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 Okay. Now, if you've ever wondered what it sounds like when a Dalek orgasms, there you that go. That was it. Or, and this is actually, we it's hard to find this, but this is a clip of him actually coming at the end. Exterminate! 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 <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> We got to get on so that. With that, so many. With that so image. Many oh, dude, you have no idea. Hold on. This is the one I told Doug was the, uh, this is the missed opportunity for a crossover with, uh, with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Exterminator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the so. Daleks, they're big old trash cans with squids inside. Yeah, big, big old trash cans with squids inside. Right. I'm not familiar with Doctor Who at all, so I've so done I'm, very minimal research on them. So Magneto and Professor X are both very strong in their universe, but my main argument for the Daleks is they exist. They always exist. They'll, they'll, they never stop existing. They always have a contingency plan. They've been wiped to, no, to non-existence multiple times, and they always come back. So I think maybe after three or four tries, they they'd eventually they eventually get. So them. how do they come back? Uh, fucking time shit. I think. <laughs> <laughs> They've got the time stone. They just like they got the time stuff. It's because they never succumb to. Yeah, that's it. That's See? it. So is it? Are they the counter? Like, is it the yin and the yang thing? Like, the doctor is a time lord, so it like whenever they, whenever he expires or she, whenever that person expires, they reanimate in a different form. So this, they're kind of perpetually exist. Are the Daleks the the yin to that, or the yang to that yin? 
Um, they're certainly always there. That that's like the all that I can say really is like they think that they wipe them out, but they have one in a bunker somewhere, or they okay. set one outside of time in the in the event that they all get wiped out again. And then they're always programmed with the ability to bring them all back. Interesting. Okay. It sounds and, like a shitty. They, uh, they are, they shitty are pretty hard and fast. They are pretty hard and fast about not just being able to go back in time and pull something like you can't interact with like yourself and stuff. So so it's never reasoning like that. But okay. But it's always they like leave one, <laughs> and and it totally is just like we got to bring the Daleks back. What are we doing? Right. Uh, we had they, one in the freezer. Thought him out. I, I think Magneto wouldn't wouldn't be much of a threat. Really. You don't think, think you can just crush like, those 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 metal cans and just absolutely annihilate them? I don't know if they're magnetic. They don't have to be magnetic. They just have to be made of metal. <laughs> I don't know if they're made of metal either. I I I have no idea. They it could be fake fake metal. It could be plastic. I don't know. They just got shields. They got space shields that, it's that just, go around it's them. Painted PVC pipe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that magneto has no effect. It's just yeah, exactly. It's just plastic, but they have uh, electric shields that that block out like laser bolts and stuff. Well, good thing that both Professor X and Magneto don't need laser bolts, right? But I, but oh, I do think that I do think that Professor X would be able to do some mind manipulation happenings. I, I think that he would he would probably be a big threat. Do you think he could uh, find a way to turn them against each other? create a civil war and therefore convince the one that's hiding in the other dimension to come out that's safe and then just like mentally capitulate its brain i don't think so because they're not programmed but they don't give a shit they don't have like feelings other than just like i want to exterminate everything uh so i feel like them turning something against i feel like they would have probably turned on each other eventually anyway because they just want they just want to wipe out everything in existence if they succeeded at exterminating everything, then they'd be like, okay, now we have no one to exterminate but each other. Right. Okay. And then it turns into a Highlander situation. Yeah. And even the last one left, if there's truly one left and nothing else exists in the universe, he might just power himself down. Interesting. And knowing that the universe will have nothing after. Right. So I'd bring us a good point. Would Professor X just spend too much time trying to make them not be space Nazis? I don't know if it would do any trying good. To redeem trying them. to redeem them, you know? I think I think he would have to uh, explode their, their eyes or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really think that he would... Uh, convincing them anything other than... Other, like, than tricking them wouldn't work. And if so, he tricks them once, would he be able to trick them again? Or would they be just be like, we ain't falling for that shit again? Fool me once, shame on me. They They sometimes are trickable. They are also, they'll also be like, hey, I'm going to kill you. And then you can't, it doesn't matter who they are. They, you can just say, I'm the doctor. And then they're like, oh, maybe uh, you got a point there. And then they take them to the mothership. <laughs> so I think maybe they could, maybe they could do that. They, they could be like, Professor X and Magneto could be like, we're actually both the doctor. And it's like a time thing. So <laughs> if you want to like take us to your ship and then like, we got the reactor and then you blow it up. And that'd be, that'd be like, great. Remember that Christmas episode where we all like showed up together? Yeah, like that's this again. So just take us up to the ship. Cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So why don't they want to kill I, the doctor? Um, because in some t- sometimes the doctor is the only one that can do a specific thing, and so they need them for that. I think the the explanation you're looking for, Doug, is it's the BBC. time magic. There, there was very much one episode. 
in the early uh, re rerun where the where they brought the show back, um, where there was one chained in a bunker someplace, and it was like it couldn't shoot its gun. It it only had one hand. It like couldn't move at all. It could barely see. But then the doctor touched it, and it was like, oh, it's Time Lord energy. Now it's fully powered. It can shoot its laser and break out of the chains again. You Just know, from, like, the contact. I was pretty neutral on watching this show before. Uh, not feeling, Now Doug is into not it. Not feeling any movement in my nethers for this show. I'm just saying, like, cool. I think I'm good. Uh, <laughs> think I'm good at arm's length. I think that's good. It's it's pretty good, but I have been I've been out of that universe for uh, for a few years now. But yeah. it, I'm I'm into I, I'm into a lot of the ideas, but it's it's sixty years now. What are you gonna it's do? It's a long time to keep it going. That's like we're talking not even like days of our lives has done that shit. I mean, Batman's been around for just, about that long. <laughs> And just yeah, but, this most current season, they've actually like made the character of the Doctor different. Not just because she's a woman now, but they actually added to their lore for the first time in so long. Yeah, Doug, Doug, Batman has been around for that long, but not in not nearly in as uh, uh, consistent of a manner. I would say. Yeah, they've rebooted it a couple of times. You know, right? Yes, they, they have truly rebooted. <laughs> if they would do a, an actual reboot of the franchise, maybe it would be it would be totally different, like a Star right. Trek. Yeah. Um. Event, so if if you are you positing then that if they say oh we're the doctors and they bring them up to the ship, uh, at that point could Magneto like implode the ship? I think Magneto could, in theory, implode the ship and others around it. But it's I still am I'm still dead set that they would come back somehow. There's always one in the wings somewhere. There's always one in the wings somewhere. Doug, even, what you... Again, even outside of time, in a different dimension, before time, like in anywhere. All right, dogs for the win. Let's get this over with. <laughs> I'm over this. I'm sorry I ruined it. No, it's not your fault. My heart, my heart <laughs> it's not your fault. It is what it is, man. If anything, you're just helping us, you know, read the scripture. Of, of this thing. You're just helping us translate it. And I'm just like, cool. Exterminate! Exterminate! Yeah, Wolf Star. The regenerations are not reboots. They are canonically the same person. Just different now. Cool. Yep. Um, canonically. That's awesome. <laughs> that's cool. I love... This might be the first, like, uber nerd thing that Doug has been like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and you guys are pulling back. I'm pulling back shit from literally like 2016. I I have not been engaged within with this show in a very long. Yeah, time. but for how long? <laughs> but I was engaged very, with but it. I was very I was very into it for a very long time. So, before that. Oh no, you've been out for four years. <laughs> I've been a Star Wars fan my whole life and have kind of given up on it. But still, I could tell you a lot of different stuff. Justin was asking questions about when the Mandalorian takes place today, and I was able to rattle off some guesses pretty quickly. Do you that still accurate. not know? I mean, I could. Tell. <laughs> it's between episode six and seven, right? Yeah. Yes. Well done. Thank you. Thank you very well much. Done. Thank you very much. Noah, <laughs> this has been an absolute delight. It has been. Oh, Wolf for you guys. <laughs> oh, okay. Ouch. Wolfsor sure. says, "Let's throw the Daleks against a legion of space wolves from 40k." Allegedly. We read when we were doing our research that the Daleks, Daleks, Daleks. Sorry, the Daleks uh, could wipe out the entire 40k universe. That's apparently how powerful they were. I had to take as them long as word. there's no stairs. Yeah, as long as there's they no stairs, fly. they can fly. 
That's true. I, I have seen video evidence of that. When I was when I was looking for all of the clips. I witnessed him flying. Uh, I'm with you, Wolfsor. I'd love to see some space wolves take him on. But yeah, it sounds like uh, they would just get beat to shit by the squids and trash cans. By the Oscar the Grouches of the universe, you know? That's right. That's, that's it. You ever seen you ever seen robot vinegar strokes? You will. <laughs> Whoa. Sounds good to me. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, fuck me. Slide. Anything any, <laughs> any any robot having a stroke. It's good by me. It's yeah. ama it's amazing. Um well this is the part of the show where we uh want to give you the floor to uh promote anything you got going on, your social medias, uh anything like that. And then also if there's anything you'd recommend book, TV show, movie, video game, whatever you got, the floor is yours, my friend. Well, um, you can see the tag down below at, at Noah Reno. That is my, my handle on everything. Uh, just not Facebook. <laughs> I'm, uh, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. That's all of them. Uh, Visco, if you're on that, uh, but yeah, I mean, as far as recommendations go, I am reading through again the Three Buddy Problem book series um, because the dudes who did Game of Thrones are said to be maybe developing it into a Netflix series, which I'm not hyped about them doing it, but I'm hyped about it being adapted. What's the, what's the story called again? The Three Body Problem is the is the name of the series. It's it's a very science. It's it's intense science fiction very like our world but like alt history kind of okay it's all physics and uh scientists doing so stuff. the man in the high castle kind of stuff sort of the man in the high castle in, in uh in science um social reformation china okay interesting yeah, it's it's super it's super cool i'd recommend it to just about anybody very cool and also, in case you guys don't know, if you ever watch our episodes on YouTube, the uh, graphic intro was done by this man over there. Hey, and, and if you need that new logo developed, I'll, I got it. I got it covered. That's right. And uh, you are doing some visual stuff on Fiverr, correct? Right. I actually I am on Fiverr, and that is just under my name. If you if you want to do gigs for, or if you want to hire me to do uh, some some uh, multimedia work for you, I do e cards. If you want to send somebody a birthday or uh, anything, I, I, even you know coming out of the closet, congratulations, <laughs> uh, stuff like that. Anything. I also do music videos. I also will uh, brand your social media, your Twitch or your YouTube. I'll, I'll make you a logo. I'll make you a, whatever you want. It's awesome. So take him up on that. He does good work, gang. He's a good dude. I highly recommend True. his stuff. Yeah. Sure. Justin, what hey, you got going on? Uh, I would strongly recommend a uh, 2019 film that is on Amazon Prime, uh, or Prime Video right now, called Guava Island. It is Donald Glover, Rihanna. Uh, it was directed by Hiro, uh, Ma I, I can never get his name out, M-U-R-A-I, Morai? Morai? Anyway, he does uh, pretty much all of Donald Glover's music videos, I think. He has directed a shitload of episodes for Atlanta, kind of a directing partner with Donald Glover. Um, it's it's a really fucking great story. Um, has a very indie vibe uh, to it, and uh, features a lot of childish Gambino music. It's it's fucking awesome. I came away from it feeling really inspired artistically, so I would strongly recommend Guava Island. Uh, Doug, what do you got? Um, I uh, tweeted about this 
yesterday. I don't know what date it is anymore, but there's a, a musician named Alex Melton. He does a lot of covers uh, on posts of stuff on YouTube. He does a lot of like, hey, here's this song. Let's do a pop punk cover to it. Or, hey, here's this pop punk, or pop punk cover song. Let's make it country. And he did this amazing rendition of Blink-182's First Date as a country song. That's who that was. Right. Yes. And uh, it, I hated how much I liked it because I don't like country. But because I <laughs> like that original song, I'm listening to it. I'm like, oh, my God. Why does this sound that so fucking great. good? It's amazing. He did the same I thing with, like with Panic at the Disco. I write Sins, Not Tragedies or something like that. What is it? Something like that. Anyway. That's what what it's called. But he also did a country version of that. He did a country version of a Slipknot song. Like, it's fucking phenomenal. He did What If Blink-182 wrote uh, Semi-Charm Life by Third Eye Blind, which if you were wow. tuning in as we were getting like this that. stream started, I played that song <laughs> in the intro. Um, he's phenomenal. He's really cool. Alex Melton, you can find him on YouTube. He's I've, I've followed him for a while now because he continually blows my mind with... I love the... What if this band wrote this? Because he right, also did yeah. the same thing. What if Blink-182 wrote Free Falling? Like, <clears throat> oh my and God, it was I like, it. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I got so excited about it. So uh, Alex Melton on YouTube, highly, highly recommend it. So that being said, hey, everybody, guess what? Don't forget to follow us on our social medias as well at MindGap Podcast. That's on Twitter. Yes, Facebook. Instagram. Look for our YouTube channel. We post episodes there, full episodes, highlights from uh, the show, highlights from our stream, plus other silly stuff like Justin plays video games. Uh, if you want to check out before we play Among Us, if you're not sure if you want to play, check out that video. Justin plays video games, Among Us, the real hoot. Uh, also, don't forget to follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. We stream uh, Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Central, as well as Saturday nights, 8 p.m. Central for our video game stream. And this Saturday is Among Us. Come hang out, come play along, figure out who's the fucking imposter and who is legit. And let's see, let's watch us get into arguments, you know, but still love each other at the end, you know? It's like a marriage, you know? You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Also, you, feel you, you can follow Justin online as well. On Instagram and Twitter, not Facebook, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It is the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Spotify. On Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, all the places where you can consume the casts of pods. Uh, like us, share us around, subscribe to us, rate us, review us, all those things. The big one, as we say every week, is sharing. If you like our episode, if you like what we do, just copy the link, post it in your social media and say, hey, everyone who knows me, you might like these people because I like them. And that goes a long way for us to east eighth.com slash mind gap. You can also find our library of stuff there and then just keep an eye out on two east eighth stuff because at the end of September, we will be dropping the first episode of the super secret, super secret, the super secret quarantine project. <laughs> it's going to be a hoot and a half. That's so exciting. You got some great yeah. people in that, in that series and dude, we do. We've got, I don't even know if I want to release. Well, we've yeah, like we've got like we've had him on the podcast before. Jamie Yates, we've got Ashlyn Seahafer, Chris Volucci, Matt Lampson, uh, and then some people that you haven't heard of before. Oh, Maddie Robinson is on. There. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to have these. We've guys got back. yeah, dude. Like again, I'm sure I'm forgetting other people, but like we've got people and then new people who you will be hearing on the podcast once their episode drops. So just. Keep an eye out for that and keep listening to us and, uh, you know, just be nice to each other. 
Goddamn right. Noah, thank, thank you again for hanging out with us. Thank tonight. you, guys. This has been so much fun, and you are always you welcome back. Great. I'm not doing anything ever, so. <laughs> That's false. You're going to be doing some shit. I can feel it. Down in my plums. Uh, Down in my plums. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, I want to say, uh, Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Twitch, thank you. Listeners, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. You know what I mean? Exterminate! 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 Mind Gap Podcast.